This is the Sisterhood of the Traveling Books. I'm your host, Asia. And I'm Kiana. This week, we're talking about part three of Dr. Sleep. So the True Note was on their way to go get Abra, and Barry wasn't doing too well, but was still tracking Abra. Abra was physically at school, but her mind was with Dan and her with Dan and her dad so that the true knot would go there to Fraser instead. She stayed with her friend Emma after school while she was trying to be at two places at once and she kept her concentration until an inappropriate image was flashed in her mind by Barry. So she was briefly a hundred percent in Aniston. Barry began cycling, but before he was gone, he had something important to tell Crow. So Abra kept doing the two places at once thing while her dad told Abra stories of her grandma and how her mom was born out of wedlock. Abra told Emma and her mom she wasn't feeling well and went home. The true not arrived in Fraser and was surprised when Abra wasn't there, but Abra was surprised that Crow was not there with the rest of the true not. They had a shootout and the true not lost, but Dan was not able to find Crow. But Dan tortured the location of Crow out of Andy and he ended up being an Aniston. And that's when Dan heard Rose speaking to Abra with a lot of anger and hatred. So it's now Crow's point of view, and Barry told him that she was two places at once. Crow called Rose for advice, but she was no help, so he got off in Aniston and sent the rest of the true knot to Fraser. He found Abra and tried to call the true knot to tell them, but he couldn't reach them. He went up to Billy and drugged him, and he started seeing white lights flash, which meant that members of the true knot was dying, so he knew that Fraser was an ambush. And then he went to Abra's house and was able to kidnap her and stole Billy's truck with him in it. He called Rose to let her know, and she said that if he was about to get caught, to kill her and to take her steam. She eventually woke up and couldn't use her shine. Abra. He made her pump the gas and said if she didn't do what he said, then Billy would die. She did what he said and then asked to go to the bathroom. So Dan and the rest of the group got back to the stone house and realized Abra had been taken. While they were in the car going to Boston, Dan concentrated to get in touch with Abra to do swapsies. When they did do swapsies, Dan was in Abra's body with Crow and was able to cut on Abra's shine and overpower him and kill him. When he killed Crow, Rose got mad, but they told her that they would come to her. Billy woke up and they were safe and they were on their way to Abra's great-grandma. So we go to Abra's great-grandma and Dan talks to her, her alone and asks for a favor. And that's also where they meet Abra's mother and then everything comes to light. And we figure out that Dan and Abra's mom, Lucy, were actually half-siblings because Jack had an affair on Wendy during his party days and so they were actually family and then he said that he had a plan to get rid of the rest of the true knot and it needed to be it needed Abra to call Rose and be like okay you're a coward and kind of get her riled up and get her mad so they made the call and it did what it was supposed to do and it made Rose angry. And then we're flashed back to Dan and he's looking in the mirror and he has flies all over his face. So this had a lot of revelations in it. 
yes um <laughs> there was a lot of revelations some surprises and a whole lot of emotion i would say oh definitely like what does it start off with it starts off with them talking about going after adler don't it yes it does true knots over here getting real angry oh yeah well i mean they're also getting they're sick <laughs> yeah they're yeah like, they're feel like Avra is like the solution to all their problems and honestly like what if they took her steam and like it didn't even cure them <laughs> and they did all that work for literally nothing yeah like literally that's what I'm over here thinking of just like what if like this don't work <laughs> like what's your next step but they got all their eggs in one basket and they're not they're not going to change from that. Yeah, they're not. I know. I was just like, hurry up and cycle. <laughs> but not long after that, he does. <laughs> yeah, but he was still able to tell the crow. And then the crow still went and ended up getting Av. Yeah, because they split off. Like, the crow still went to Aniston. And then it was Andy. I forgot the other's names. <laughs> I know. I, don't, I can't remember all their names either. But I remember, like, Andy and them, they went, three of them went, you know, to the location Abra was saying she was at, which is where, you know, Danny, her dad, and John was. It was at, like, a park or something. And then, like, I Asia had said. They were in Frasier. Yeah, they were in Frasier at the... Yeah, it was, like, a park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they went while, like Asia said, Crow was in Aniston. And um, the three that went to the park, pop, pop. Dead. Dead and gone. <laughs> I know. So I just, and you know, that made um, Rose so mad. But also at the same time, I'm just like, which it says it later with the mom. But I'm just like, I mean, Rose, come on. Like, you're planning on killing her. They're so not... how would you not expect anybody to fight back? Exactly. That's what she's expecting was Abra not to fight back. And so they never really felt death like that before and true enough. So that took everybody off guard. And not only that, it started to cause friction within the group. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. I, and I could see why it would cause friction. Because, I mean, like, if this girl's so dangerous, like, why go after her? Right, because you got to think... She's killed. Her and her plans have killed three of y'all. She's messed up Rose's hand really bad. And it's just like all these unfortunate events have been happening since they've been trying to hone in on her. Mm-hmm. So it's... Mm-hmm. Dan is the one who kills Crow. Ooh, yo. The way he does it to y'all, I was like, this is why Dan's my man. Like... I'm just over here. I, they switch places. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because the crow had drugged Abra and uh, Billy. Billy's okay, y'all, by the way. He survives this whole thing. And he had drugged uh, Abra, so Dan was able to get into her head, which you gotta think is pretty difficult for him. Because he's never had to do that with his shine. And his shine's not as powerful as Abra's is as well. At least, you know, not anymore. 
And basically, he was able to roll in her head, force Crow to keep turning the gun towards himself to shoot himself in the head. I know, that's what I'm just like, yo, just imagine how much how much stronger he would have been as a kid if he had someone like how Abra has him. I mean, he had Dick, but I mean, like, Dick's shine wasn't nearly as strong as Dan's. Or Abra's, yeah. So it's just like, he probably didn't even know what all you could do with the shine. Right, because you got to think, he might have been able to do probably what Abra does and more, since Danny was so powerful, just like how Abra was. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's kind of like, I feel like everything that happened and Danny kind of just not even rediscovering, just discovering things with his shine that he never even thought he could achieve because he's never had an opportunity or a place to do so. And like they say, no time's better than the present. I know. I'm just like, imagine how much stronger he would have been if he was able to practice and, you know, like how he was doing, you know, when he was a kid, he didn't come from a loving family like Abbott does. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're, her parents still know that she shines. They just thought it simmered down, if that makes sense. Yeah, like they were like, oh, we haven't seen anything type of ordeal, but the thing is, she's just been hiding it from them because she can tell that it makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, just like how Danny would hide his because he knew it made his parents uncomfortable and which is sad you know which is sad which caused her to at times hate the fact she was different but then almost as quickly as she would think that she would just as quickly come up with well no I'm kind of glad I have this gift essentially and especially due to her grandmother because she had her grandmother's support throughout the whole entire thing Mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a big difference maybe that could be a huge difference on how strong your shine is is if you're able to kind of like practice yeah no exactly it's like I feel like the stronger your support system and your ability to practice then yeah the more you're able to hone into your shine and use it which makes me really excited to see I mean it probably won't even show but I can only imagine how much more powerful Abra 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 oh my goodness Abra will be within the next like 15 not even 15 try the next five to ten years oh no or maybe it could be just as you get older with age it does diminish that's true but i wonder given how powerful she is now just how much of it will diminish that's a great question but we're not stephen king so no but i mean you could also go kind of i guess based off of dan I mean, yeah, he's weaker than he was, but he's not, he's weaker than he was, but he's not weak. Exactly. And like you said, Abra's so strong now. By the time she's Dan age, her sh- I feel like her shine level will almost be like to what Dan's was when he was at the Overlook. Because I feel like she surpasses him even when he was at the Overlook. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's... <laughs> She's raining it in, and I'm like, okay, girl, look at you. I know, and she has a little dark streak in her, too, which we find out why. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I said, ooh. I said, who child? 
I said, mm, I said, your bloodline real cute, girl. Oh, uh, no. I was like, whew. I was like, that's tough. <laughs> but, so, while they're planning and they're murdering folks, honey, the measles are taking a chokehold on these true not members. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're just like, and, ooh, whenever the crow had kidnapped Abra and Rose was just like, even, you know, if he get caught by the police or something, like, literally just, like, pull over and, like, strangle her and cause her as much pain as possible and get as much steam as possible. Yeah. Because we'll find a way to get you out. Yeah, I was like, wow. That is fucking crazy. It was. I was like, um, and it really goes to show because, and, like, they were just, like, Dan was trying to explain it to Aber's dad, who did not, who still thinks Dan's a creep, y'all. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, I understand. Over here having a relationship that you ain't know about with your daughter. I know, she's like 13 and he's like in his 40s. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you one of her teachers from school or you have a reason to be around her. He's like, you're a hospice orderly from another town. <laughs> exactly. Like, would you feel comfortable with that around your kid? No. no. But he went along with it enough and he was able to see what they were talking about. He didn't believe it, he believed it for a quick second, even though he saw it. I know, but he ended up being a true believer. A true believer of the true not. He was. Was I going in another direction before I got sidetracked? I have no idea. I'm the queen of getting sidetracked. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm the queen of getting her off track. She is. But Rose, and I think, oh, this is definitely something I wanted to mention too. I love seeing how with the fraction forming, you get to see that maybe the true knots were not as close as they may have seemed to be because the ones that fractioned off they went to like florida because they literally were like rose is crazy <laughs> and we're, rose is literally going insane we're not going to stay here and go after this little girl she's killing us and if we're going to die we might as well live out our lives doing something that we want to do and i mean i don't blame them for that at all and rose was pissed and it gets to the point like Rose is she doesn't even want to like keep Abra captive anymore no she just wants a straight killer like straight killer like she's so consumed by revenge and the fact that Abra's able to one up her she literally just wants to kill her I'm just like you jealous of a little girl for what for because she was able to get into your head you don't like what she does to you that you do to others I know so that's what I'm just like you got problems, Rose. Big, big problems. And people are seeing it's like she is unhinged. Like just like her jaw with that one tooth. <laughs> oh my she on that one tooth. You just can't get over it. Cause it's gross to me. <laughs> and you said that was your little crush. Hey, that was before I realized she had one tooth, okay? My crush has a full set of teeth. You can't um live that down. It's okay. I I told you I have Dan now. Yeah, but you still got in your corner pocket. Who in my corner pocket? Rose. Uh, the only thing in my corner pocket is a $5 bill. Rose is not a concern. 
Mm-hmm. No, she's not. The only person, Abra, Abra. Well, the only person she wants is Abra, so I am not against her. She would just kill me and keep it pushing. And even then, she just won't um, hurry to kill her at this point. Right. I'm like, you even going to take Steam? <laughs> I don't even know, honestly. And it doesn't get much better when Abra uh, does that phone call. Oh, no. It drives her up a wall. Oh, my God. God. She keeps calling her a coward, and Rose loses her mind. Oh, my goodness. I know. But, I mean, she's getting to Rose, and that's the whole plan. Yeah, that's exactly what they want. And while she's doing that, you know, Dan's coming to the realization that, yeah, they're going to have to go ahead back to Colorado and go to the camping ground. That's essentially where the Overlook once was. Oh, goodness. Oh, y'all, I'm scared for my man. I don't want him to die. Well, we got to get to that part first. (laughs) I know. So they end up getting Abra back. Yes. And so Dan has, I guess, clarity on what he needs to do. But um, they go see Conchetta. Conchetta, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Don't ask me. Isn't her nickname like Shetta? Don't don't ask me. But um, the girl. So they go see her in the hospice center. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I know he's like, I need you know help asking her grandma for help, and like it's talking to her where people can't hear, and the mom's just like, You know, what's going on? Who are you? And that's when Dan kind of drops the ball and be like, Look, like I'm your brother, haha, <laughs> I'm your half brother. Mm hmm. Apparently, old Jackie boy had an affair on Wendy. Are we surprised at this point, y'all? No. I know I wasn't. <laughs> and that, and you know, her mom is, or Abra's mom is the result of that. Abra's mom died in a car wreck. And, yeah, uh, with somebody who was a drunk, who was drunk, and they don't know whether or not she was drunk as well. Mm-hmm. And so she was raised by her grandmother. And so, um, yeah, so after they were choking about calling him Uncle Dan, he actually is her uncle. Yeah, and it's so crazy. I was like, oop, you know, and that's so funny. I was like, Abra didn't, I don't think she necessarily had any idea either, but, you know, and that's, I think, what's the coolest part was I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all are related. And I'm like, well, that explains the strength of the shine here. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe, like, their strong shine stay in, like, the family. Yeah, through Jack's bloodline. So I guess Jack, what, and that kind of makes sense, because remember during the shining, I was like, one of them has to, you know, have a little bit of shine or something. And Jack, because the way the hotel was affecting Jack. It was affecting Jack a lot more than it was affecting Wendy. Yeah, Wendy didn't really get nothing till really the end when it just got to the point the hotel was just so powerful it couldn't hide itself from her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess Jack. And I mean, 
it could also kind of make a little sense because I mean like just think about it Dan drunk to get rid of his shine yeah so maybe the result of or maybe the result or the cause of the alcoholism in their bloodline is a result of the shine like maybe even Jack's dad did Mm-hmm. And like see, being able to see stuff that other people can't see and be yeah. able to be touched by things that other people, you know, can't be touched by. Because Which makes sense. it was just like, you know, everything the Overlook was just pictures in a book. But for Dan, like they could actually cause him real harm. And for exactly. Jack, it took him over. Yeah. And then you got to think too, Jack's dad worked at a hospital until he died. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine the things in which he would have saw, had to deal with and things within the hospital. And imagine him having shine as well. Yeah, that probably mm-hmm. didn't help. So maybe it's just in the blood. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. And yeah, and that's how they cope is drinking. And I'm like, oof, which isn't good, clearly, but. Yeah, it's not good, but also if you were seeing some of the stuff that they were seeing, you gonna self medicate. Just yeah, it. like could you really also blame them? I mean, if you over here, yeah. a girl in the bathtub trying to come after you all the time, like I'm not judging. I get why they do it because it's one of those things you cannot tell people who don't basically have an understanding of shine what you're seeing because they're gonna think you're crazy, like absolutely insane. Hmm. And so the only thing you can do is self-medicate and it just seems like alcohol is the best one for them because it numbs their shine enough to the to a point where that they don't have to interact with these supernatural things. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, <sighs> makes me sad because I'm here for Dan and to help him however he needs, but he doesn't realize that yet. No, oh my gosh. Nah, when did this take place? 2013? Girl, I was in high school, so. <laughs> not even graduated yet. Like, I was a whole boy. Junior? I was, in my, I was probably in my junior year. Going into, yeah, either going into junior year or something. But, and this is a book. <laughs> I love to forget this is a book. But it's just really interesting just to see their bloodline and just not only that just to see the evolution of the shine i don't know we don't we don't know like the whole thing with jack's dad's just speculation but let's say he does have some shine i don't think his may have been as powerful as jack's and jack's is nowhere near as powerful as dan's and abber's is more powerful and i wonder with throughout their bloodline it gets more powerful as the generations go on i feel like it will yeah it kind of skips some generations maybe Mm -hmm. with the potency but yeah which is scary but that right there, that's also really scary just to think how much more powerful that can get. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, the thought of it gives me chills. <laughs> yeah, because just think about it like if Rose had the power that Abra has. Girl, all the kids who could shine would be dead and gone. Exactly. So that's what's just like, is it helpful? I guess it depends on the hands in which it's in. Yeah. I really feel like it is. Because if you're in the hands of, like, True Knot. Yeah. <laughs> huh? 
Then I was going to say a Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Girl, don't let me end this podcast. <laughs> it's a good quote for the time, then. I mean, you're not lying, though. You really are. All jokes aside, it, it is, though. And Rose's responsibility is causing harm and keeping herself alive. So. Yeah. Okay, and Abra's is for her life. And people who are saving, people who are fighting for their lives always fight harder than the person trying to take their. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's li- about to everything to lose. Literally, it's life or death. Like, if you lose, there's no coming back. There's Me no coming back. Done. <laughs> KO. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, not the board of callback, Kiana. But, but like, it's just some things to think about. It is. It's pretty interesting. And Lucy, you know, called Dan brother once, and I was like, mm, might be a little bit too early for that, sis. I know. But, like, too soon. <laughs> and then she went right back to calling him Dan. <laughs> a little bit too soon. But that's pretty interesting, though. You know, it turns out. <laughs> You're thinking your daughter just met with some 40-some-year-old pervert. Turns out it's actually your brother that you never knew existed. Because Jack was too drunk majority of the time. Yep, probably. What would John call it? Probably was having blackout sessions. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to so interesting? Sorry. What? But I had I was listening to something and I was talking about like during an interview one time, Stephen King was asked, you know, like, what happened to the boy from The Shining, and what would have happened if Jack had found, like, a 12-step program instead of, um, you know, trying to quit cold turkey. And so that's where he got all this idea from Dr. Sleepup. And you can see that with Dan. Like, you know, you find out what happens to him. He was a drunk, but he got help. So it's kind of just saying, like, what if okay, like if he didn't quit cold turkey with Al and he actually went to AA and had the AA support and the steps in which they do. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Basically, living what Jack potentially could have gone through through Dan. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Okay, that's actually really cool. I know. I was like, oh, I was like, it makes sense though. Oh, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And especially given how I'm curious, I'm kind of curious to know how Jack would react. I think it'd be definitely, I don't think how he would be in sobriety would be the same as uh, Dan. Personality wise. No, I don't think so either. Because, like I said before, I genuinely don't think Jack is a good guy. So, (laughs) was a good guy, excuse me. I know, and I mean, he was messed up in his own ways, you know, seeing his mom beat by his dad, and then his mom still take up for him when she finally came to. Yeah, and then his own temper as well, which was awful. Sober or freaking drunk, honestly. But just made worse by the drinking, so. Oh, yeah, and when Dan told you know, her about that thing with his arm. I can only imagine her face. Oh, yeah. 
you know, I can only imagine her face when he told her because I know she's like, yo, this dude sounds insane. Yeah, we know. Yeah, but anyways, we they know. made a to go get go after the true knot. Yes. Abra was going to go back with her parents and, you know, Dan went and looked in the mirror and what did he see, Kiana? Oh, he saw flies. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means? Death. It means death. Y'all, the way... Ah, the way I was about to cry. Oh, the way I was about to cry. I said, no, not my baby. Not my baby. The Overlook's getting excited to have its young feast come back nice and seasoned. Nice and seasoned. Okay, Kiana. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's been like, what, 40 years? (laughs) It has been a long time. Yeah, because it's been roughly about 40 or so years. So nice and seasoned like a steak. This is coming from the girl who is uh, vegetarian. Yeah. (laughs) Nice and seasoned like a piece of broccoli or tofu. Does that sound better? (laughs) A flower steak. (laughs) Not you dragging my dietary habits. (laughs) Or who was it? I think I seen Gordon Ramsay make an eggplant steak. Well, considering Dan's a human and we're made of flesh and meat and stuff, I think steak kind of fits pretty well. It does. Uh, (laughs) I'm really scared, you guys, about the final part. I'm scared to see what happens. I'm scared to see the final showdown. Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-uh. You're about to say something. <laughs> I was going to say, it's something to behold. I was not even going to ruin anything. Okay, I was scared. I was like, Asia, no. I'm not a, one of the people that be spoiling stuff. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's she's not. So I'm just... I'm kind of scared because I want Dan to survive even though he saw the flies. And I just want Rose to die. I swear to God, she gets on my nerves. So she was in love with her one t- time, and now she wants her to die. Wasn't in love. I had a small crush. Ain't loyal. I told you, Dan is my man. Like I'm loyal to those in which I'm with, and I'm with Dan. Okay. <laughs> I'm a faithful woman. Yeah, because you don't switch up so many times. Okay, but when I switch up, I'm loyal to the person I'm with. Don't you see here question me? <laughs> I ain't question you. I'm stating facts. No, what you state is accusations. Oh, well. I don't need any Sean to know what you're trying to do. Okay. But I am. I'm, it, I'm nervous. I think that's what it is. Like, I'm really nervous and I'm really scared for him. Because I know he has a step foot back in Colorado. Since he yeah. left. And that just brings him so much anxiety. And he knows the aura and he was like imagine how it is on somebody who doesn't shine when you're trying to get to that point and how potent it is look and look what it did to dick and dick doesn't shine didn't shine nearly a fraction as much as what dan did and look what it tried to do to him 
Mm-hmm. So I'm, I God, I, I just don't know. But like, um, I think it was John that said it. Evil people are attracted to evil places. Oh yeah, since they're at the Overlook. Yeah. So their final resting ground, hopefully, honey. I just want uh somebody to get all that money they apparently have because apparently they are a wealthy organ. They just have so many layers of to their wealth and stuff. I know they have so many connections, and that's why they've been able to get away with what they've been doing for so long. Yeah, and I'm like, oof, I don't even know how they've been able to do that, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Rose is dead. Dan survives. And the Stone family can live happily ever after and just grieve her great-grandmother. Well, we'll see. (laughs) We will see next time. So, did you have any final thoughts, Asia? Well, what are your predictions? All right. Do you want my my optimistic predictions or what I feel like will actually happen? What do you think is going to happen and then what you hope will will happen? What I think will happen is Rose and Dan will get into it. They both end up dying is what I think will happen. Um, What I hope happens is Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Dan survives. True Knight gets eradicated and he's able to go back and be with, I guess, his family because now he actually has a family. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I also feel like Abra's going to be involved and she's going to end up in Colorado which is going to make things much more complicated so we'll see yeah we'll see <laughs> well I'll see I guess since you already know I <laughs> know uh, that's I'm just like hmm which one the most correct and which one <laughs> which makes me nervous because I'm like oh god I need to know now you'll find out soon I know. I know. You have anything else to add? Um, no, just let's ride this out to the end. And if I cry, I cry. If I get mad, I get mad. We'll just, I just, I have to end it. I'm so invested in this book. So the Stephen King, A1. A freaking one. So. Yeah, we're going to have to take a break from Stephen King for a few months after this. I don't know. Why, this got your blood pressure rising? Yes! Every time I read Stephen King, he be getting me... I love his story writing. God, he just gets me in, uh, entrapped in it. So yeah, we're going to have to take a break. <laughs> Until like the summer or something. Yeah, we just read two back-to-back, so... That lets you know how much we love Stephen King. Yes. He even has a has a what? He has a his own cabin in the state that I Oh yeah, he does. Oh yeah, he does. I thought you said he has a cat. I was like, how do you know that? Because <laughs> I'm in his bushes. <laughs> okay, creep. This <laughs> is in his bushes. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> uh, next week we're going to finish up the book. Yes. And we'll see what happens to the Stone family and to Dan and the True Knot. Yeah, and I guess we will all come together and 
either laugh, cry, or get mad. I feel like that's the only three options. <laughs> so well. So I can't wait. So thank you guys, as always, for listening in and tuning in. Yes, please leave a review, whatever platform that you listen on. And as always, you can reach us on our social medias. Our Facebook and Instagram is Sisterhood Book Pod. And our Twitter is Sisterhood Book One. Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week.